Welcome to Make Money Count, the podcast by Connect Home Financing. Be sure to visit makemoneycount.com to find all of our old episodes. Be sure to rate, comment, and review on all of your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to send us a question, please send us a question to hello at connect.ca. That's connect with an A. If you're not already a subscriber, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Thank you once again for listening to Make Money Count. And now your hosts, Marcus Averis and Justin Turner. Hey guys. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Bank of Canada announcement yesterday. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, some people might, might not find it exciting. But it's exciting. Well, Why like, are you excited? Well, because it's kind of like, you know, slowing down the horses, right? Like, it's like the first time that we were expecting more of a rate hike and we yeah. got less. Yeah. First time this year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. Before we get into that, though, can I ask why you're not dressed up as a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Oh, is this? Are you wearing some type of Halloween costume? <laughs> yeah. I'm, what is ha- it? I'm vacation, Justin. Oh, no way. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not Halloween today. Right. So there's a, one reason why I'm not dressed up as a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> right. Rex. So the Bank of Canada interest rate hikes, mm-hmm. slowing down. Good news. Tell us more. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> it, well, I, I, it's it temporarily like good news. Good news. It right. kind of, it, it, the, the Bank of Canada was widely expected to increase the overnight rate by 75 basis points, which would take the overnight rate to 4%. Instead, they increased it by 50 basis points and they took it to 375. Mm -hmm. Overnight rate, of course, is not the prime rate, although 375 would be a great prime rate. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. (laughs) Prime rate is now 595. Right. So we got a 6% prime rate. Uh, The reason why I kind of like, we both were, you know, we did like a virtual high five when that came out was, it does signal that the Bank of Canada sees that something is happening in their fight against inflation. Right. We, spoke, we speak about this all the time. So in order for them to see a reduction in these inflationary pressures, they're going to need to affect change on the economy negatively. Right. So they're increasing the borrowing costs in the hopes that they can slow down the consumer, slow down businesses, slow down employment, because there is not enough capacity in our economy. There's too many people working. There's, there aren't, uh, there aren't enough people unemployed looking for work and they want to increase that. It is sad. Yeah. So going there, I mean, we've spoken about this at length. I don't see a way that you get rid of this, extremely high inflation without creating a recession, right? And they keep talking about it. And it was mentioned again, it was alluded to in this most recent monetary policy press briefing. And they're addressing it, but they're also saying that, you know, the the reason for 50 basis points is this was the kind of measured approach that we needed in this meeting. And although we aren't finished increasing interest rates yet, it does appear that most of our work has been done. Amazing. That's good news. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a quick question before we go on? Yeah, of course. Just out of curiosity, because this is something that popped into my head. 
if slowing down the economy equals more people out of work, uh, that would then equal more, more, I'm assuming more social assistance and stuff like that. Like, how is that good for the economy? It's not right. It's not good for the economy. Right. What is good for the economy is to have people looking for work, though. Right. And never mind. You're talking about a government's use of money. You don't hear about this much in the news, but the amount of the tax revenue that the government of Canada collects, the percentage of that that will now be going to service debt is the same as you sitting at home thinking to yourself like, geez, how much more is it going to cost me to service my mortgage? Right, right, right. right. So now, if you think about it, the government of Canada has the same issue. They've got a fixed amount of capital that they're bringing in every year as their revenue from the taxes they collect, Mm -hmm. but they've got an increasing amount that they need to spend to service their debt load. Right. So that will, typically that creates a need for a budget rebalancing to cut back on some of the other expenditures. Right. You know, read social assistance. Right. Or increase tax revenue, which is obviously what's going to happen. Right. Um, Listen, to get back to the Bank of Canada, 50 basis points was cool. It was good to see. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a welcome reprieve for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, they specifically talk about housing mm-hmm. um, and how much more difficult it's becoming for people to service their debt, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I mean, listen, they're aware of it. They just It's the lesser of two evils, right? If right. you could get rid of inflation and create high unemployment and a recession, you take it. And that's what they're doing right now. Right. I just... There's a few themes, right? Like they kind of keep rattling around in my head. Number one is the, the measurements that we're taking to look at these inflationary readings are lagging. They're not leading. Like these are what happened. They're not what is happening. Right. And certain effects of raising interest rates are not yet quantified. We always say, every central bank or every economist has always discussed when you move interest rates, the effects of the move are a year in advance, right. a, year, a year in the future. So right now, you're getting a psychological impact of it. But the reason why it's a year in advance is because there, and you see it in the real estate market. So the supply demand in Canadian real estate, say the GTA, you're, there's, this, there's this comment that's being echoed that, hey, there's just not enough supply out there. Mm-hmm. No one's listing. Yeah. Right. There's demand, but there's no supply because people are saying like, geez, you know, property values drop 10 or 15 points. Let's say kind of we can widely agree to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So property values drop 10 or 15 points. Oh, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to sell my property now. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to go up. Mm-hmm. They're right on a long enough time horizon. Everyone is right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not mine. Somebody smart said that. <laughs> but when you think about it, there are so many kind of fundamentals that it's easy to look at. Remember how I, I say I always want something to look forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to look forward 24 months and see a world where housing prices are higher than where they are today. Because you can see interest rates will be lower mm-hmm. than they are right now. You can see that the demand for housing in Canada is not abating. There are tons of people coming into our country. You know like it was a record year in this past two quarters made it a record year right so 
there are fundamentals that you know kind of buoy the real estate market but in the short term we're we're in for more pain right right because the impact of higher interest rates haven't really fully been felt yet right there are people sitting in their homes right now thinking to themselves how much longer can i maintain my debt service payments right I, I, like you were talking about your mortgage today yes yeah you want to expand on that or yeah i mean just like yeah no i we we had gone me and my wife my wife and i my wife and i had gone into uh uh into our our online account and noticed that our amortization was something like 60 years or something like that because i'm on a variable rate mortgage my my payment stays the same my amortization changes and so you know i had to and and when the 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 you know I knew that our interest rate was going to go up again, uh, I had to I had to increase my my payments right just because and and I increased them you know significantly like you know and a lot of people can't do that yeah yeah right so how many people who are dealing with that don't have the ability to use equity in their home to solve that problem or maybe aren't inclined to frankly. Right. Or what's their time horizon? Were they planning on selling in the next couple of years anyways? Right? Right. Those houses will eventually hit the market. Right. Like those, res- those, those people's homes, they will sell them. At a certain point, we will see a spike in supply. The question is, how quickly can that be absorbed? And how can we time that kind of supply hit to the market with a way of increasing demand on the other side? Read reducing interest rates right it's almost like psychologically interest rates need to drop and we need to signal that like it's a buy time right and hope that we don't impact too many people negatively by stretching them out this long um with high rates i was on um uh like a a website it it's just you know no we're not talking about that stuff on this show what a website the websites you go to oh, <laughs> it's not that kind of website um i was on a website they they it's it's kind of interesting they give you you know i live in a condo building they give you the average price per square foot uh over the past year for units that have sold in your building and mine keeps going up it's very right, weird like right now right even? now yeah it just went up again wow from like uh like a thousand twenty five dollars to like eleven forty it's pretty crazy hmm. it's weird right I mean, is it because maybe you live there now? <laughs> like, has it been a yeah, yeah, yeah? No, no, because people really want to live in like in the vicinity of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does get off. I do, do do give off quite an aura. Listen, condo prices have not been affected by as much as housing prices in the suburbs. Right. Yeah. No. Of course. And I think that's also because they didn't go up. Right. We had two years during COVID. Where the remember the new normal? Yeah. Honestly, there's got to be a clip of me saying that the new normal is we bullshit. We have a clip. Insert yeah, it is, yeah. here. In 2009, we recommended a one year while the dust settled on those variables. And at the time, everybody said I was crazy. They were like, like, you know, you cannot tell people to take a one year fixed rate mortgage in this environment. Everybody should be locking into something. Rates are going to go up. Variable rates are never going to go back to being prime minus one they're all this is the new normal does that sound familiar new normal i'm gonna let everybody in on one little secret here the new normal is bullshit there is no new normal history dictates the future the people behave 
the same way. There's no new normal. This is it. Uh, so the same thing is going to keep happening in the mm-hmm. world. Like you study history, read a few books. New normal. Bullshit. 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 They said it was the new normal in 2009. There wasn't going to be a new variable rate below prime minus or prime plus one. It didn't happen. It's back to prime minus one. The, certain things will always return to where they are. And when they aren't where they should be, bet on them to go back. It's called reversion. Reversion to the mean. Yeah. I said the new normal is bullshit. Yeah. Guess what? The new normal was? Bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, so what happens? Everyone moved out to the suburbs and further thinking that their new life was going to be remote working. Yeah. And condo prices did not go up. They went down in some cases in that mm-hmm. two-year stint. Yeah. Well, everybody was moving to the suburbs. Right. <clears throat> now, average home price in those areas is rocketing back to earth. And condos are kind of holding their own. Right. The other reason for that, maybe I could presume, is that people are downsizing in this type yeah. of a market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it, condos aren't going to be spared. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like we're not going to see a further decline in, in pricing. We're going to see. Right. This is not done yet. The impact of the rate hikes that we have seen have not been felt fully through the economy yet. Yeah. Just like. When we drop interest rates, it's not going to happen immediately. It's going to take a little bit of time for the consumer to come back into the market. 50 basis points today in closing. 50 basis points today. I welcomed it. Um, 50 basis points was welcomed. I was really happy to see it. It was like, ah. In the United States, the markets, the the, the S&P and the NASDAQ and the Dow have had great kind of strength after hitting a low of like, 3,600 on the S&P, I think. I don't know exactly. And your number was 3,800? No, no, no. We called that. We Remember the yeah, yeah, past yeah. show? I bought those um, yeah, yeah, yeah. puts. The problem is I bought more puts. And when it started rallying, I bought 3,500, 3,550 puts on the S&P. And um, the S&P is now like, you're gonna touch 3,900 now, mm. but we'll see. You know, maybe that's a bear market rally. I gotta think that unless we see a meaningful pivot, pivot is like the this is like the catchword right now. Pivot. Unless we see a meaningful pivot by the central bank in the United States, mm-hmm. um, then uh, we should see a little more pain in the market, right? Um, the um, the pivot is all about like the moment that the central bank says we are now going to start reducing rates. We're going to pivot. Pivot. Yeah, we raised them enough, now we're going to reduce them. Yeah. That's not happening yet. And right. it depends on what happens in the next um meeting of uh, the Federal Reserve. Uh in Canada, I think we can expect to see an, like we can expect to see another 25 basis points, maybe another 50 basis points by the end of the year. Get ready for it. Um and it'll depend on what kind of verbiage is in that next meeting mm-hmm. there's so there's so many different kind of schools of thought right like there are some people that which i would say i'm kind of maybe more in this camp now that think we've done too much to increase interest rates already and that the full impact of it we're not fully quantifying we don't fully understand just how bad things can get based on how quickly we've raised interest rates and this is like kind of steering a really big ship right mm-hmm. so like we just made a, 
a massive turn. Like it's a surprising the ship didn't roll over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. We were at a 25 basis point overnight rate. We're at a 3.75% overnight rate right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of hearkening back to this period of time uh, where Paul Volcker had to solve inflation. But at that time, interest rates rose from 10% to 20%. They doubled. Right. Right. Right now, interest rates have rose tenfold. Right. Right. More than tenfold. Mm -hmm. So it is a very pronounced impact. And the other thing that we know, because we used to listen to Stephen Polos, our, our central bank governor, talk about it, is that currently... Because there is so much more debt in the market, a smaller increase in the overnight rate creates a more dramatic impact on the economy. Right. We threw that out, though. We're not even paying attention to that one anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right? Like, so there's certain things that, I, that, that worry me in us fully not understanding. And us, I mean, the central bank, like the Bank of Canada. I, I think many people have kind of lost the confidence in Oh, they got this. Right. Because when we were printing money for, uh, to, to fight COVID, because apparently if you print money and give money to people, it actually stops COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, when we were printing money, the central bank told us that it was okay and that it wouldn't create inflation and that if it did, it would be a good thing and that inflation would only be temporary. Right. Which is not true. Right. And then now they're telling us it won't cause a recession that we're increasing interest rates the most we have ever increased them on a percentage basis in the history of our central bank. That's not a problem either. Right. So I don't know. What's a problem? Yeah. yeah Inflation yeah, yeah, yeah. is obviously a problem. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's kind of one camp that thinks like maybe we should slow this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then there's another camp that says, you know what? Do anything you can to fight inflation. Mm-hmm. Just hammer it as hard as you can. Let's get rid of that inflation. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is you can't just look like with such a singular resolute focus when you're dealing with the economy. You know, it's... Um, yeah, your mind has to be everywhere. It's too complicated. Yeah. And I think we may be doing um, some, some damage that might last longer than this two quarters light recession. Like, right. You know, just a little bit of slow growth. I hope that I'm wrong. Mm. Um, I hope and I think that the sooner we pivot the better off our yeah. economy will be um, and it the has some, there, there are some good fundamentals like 24 36 months out that you know give me confidence uh, I would just hate to see like this is what I, what I hate right people were being told that the new normal was that they could work from home right right so they went and bought a house in Leamington. In, in, in Leamington. Clarington. Leamington. Uh, that's Leamington. Leamington sounds good. That is like uh, near Windsor? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So people bought a house in Leamington. Yeah. And they spent a lot on that house. Yeah. Right? Because the market was hot and everybody yeah. was moving to Leamington and surrounding areas. And whatever. Hopefully it's on the 407. Matt, can you see if it's on the 407? Yeah. And they could take the 407. Or the 400. or Not the 400. That adds to their bills. Yeah, but whatever. They're getting in and out quicker if they had to go anywhere. But they don't even have to go to work anymore because they guess what? They got a home office. Mm. And then things change again. And people want to be around people. Go mm. figure. Mm-hmm. They want to be in condos. They want to be going out. They want to be hanging out at the office. 
Yeah. People people are social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't change. Yeah, yeah. So they start going back and they need to sell those properties. But a lot of them need to sell them. And now these people who put a 5%, 10% down, all the money they had to buy some property for 500 grand are sitting there and they're like, I can't sell this thing right now. It's worth 400, Mm -hmm. right? Because if the average median price is dropped by 10, some areas have seen more dramatic drops in pricing. Mm -hmm. So executing on a sale right now, if you're absolutely, you know, forced to, you got to do it. But um, it can be, it can be really, like, it it can be very difficult on families right now. And that uncertainty is not going away. We got a little glimpse of what it's going to look like when it does go away from the governor of of our central bank, TIFF. Mm -hmm. But we did not get, we did not get the pivot that, that we, that, that we need in order to kind of hmm. shore up our real estate market. And I don't think we're going to get it for a little bit. I think it's going to be another six months before we get that pivot. Right. I was reading, um, I don't know where it was, BlogTO, one of these guys, but I was reading an article about this girl who did this whole new normal thing and now she has to go to work three days a week and it takes her, you know, I don't know, three hours, four hours to get to work. And, yeah. and it's just, it's terrible. I feel bad. Also, I was reading another article. Have you ever spent $6,000 on a hotel room in one night? You probably have. Yeah, I have. Hmm. This is a great hotel room. Though. Yeah? Actually, I don't know if it was six grand. That's a lot of money. Yeah, no. That's a lot yeah. of money. Apparently, Justin Trudeau, not yeah. that we have any sort of, like, you know, political agenda here. Yeah. But Justin Trudeau spent $6,000 on a hotel room one night. <laughs> the question should be, have you ever spent $6,000 of your money? Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't even use his own money. Yeah. Have you right? spent $6,000 of everybody else's money? Yeah, no. I spent my own damn money. And right. it wasn't six grand. That's it, so much money. Yeah, it's a lot. But it, I mean, like, you know, the pound. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was in the UK. Yeah, but still, the, the pound is like at par with the US dollar now. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, it it's was. And bad. at the time, it probably wasn't. Yeah. I'm going there soon. So hopefully it continues to take a dive. No, nah. that's not true. I don't actually hope that. I was just there yesterday. How was it? Yeah, it was great. It's great. It's a great. London is a great city. Yeah, I'm excited. There's always so much going on. I could see you getting one of those jobs where you wear the big hats. That's what I was doing when I was there. What the? Like standing in front of the queen, the beef eaters. With yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I was doing. Like on the gin bottle. Yeah, that was yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. where you know the hats from the gin bottle. Eh? Yeah, well, that is. That is. Yeah. Well, the gin's called beef eater, right? Beef eater gin. Yeah. yeah. Why do they call them beef eaters? Maybe Matt can get us that answer by the end of the show. Let's not hold our breaths. No, he'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Leamington is uh, just southeast of Windsor. Oh, nice. Yeah, boom. Nice. Is it on the 407? No. Though. No, no, no. It's no. Not the other way. Yeah. West. West of us. 401. But a great west. Yeah. Sarnia, London, out that way. What am I looking up now? Leamington's great, actually. Leamington is like the breadbasket of uh, Ontario. <laughs> Gets a lot of sunshine. <laughs> A lot of greenhouses out there. Nice. A lot of tomatoes. If you're eating a tomato or a cucumber in southwestern Ontario, you, you better, better you, you better bet. <laughs> you better believe it's coming from Leamington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other question was what do what what are the term beef eater come from? Oh yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Should we ask a question? Sure. Okay, hold on. Are we I'm asking? Having, I'm having a really good time today. Oh, good. Like we're having a lot of you laughs. Know what? 
50 50 is not bad. 50 50. Yeah, 50 percent oh. of us are having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's having a good time. You can tell. Who, Matt? No. Uh, oh, me. You. I'm yeah. I was going to say one, one third. <laughs> <laughs> Just me having a good time. Everybody else hates it. One third would imply that we actually count Matt. Right. Right. Which, which I, don't, I don't think that we do. I can tell you right now, he's not on screen right now, but he doesn't have a green shirt yet. And then you were to supposed to get that. the green I know. shirt. Ah, because they were the king's guard and they were permitted to eat as much beef as they wanted from the king's table. Oh, that was probably good beef, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, at the cow like, store. Yeah, from the cow store. All right, I got a question here. Hey, guys. My mortgage is coming up for renewal in about a month, and I'm unsure of what to do. I've been in a variable rate, but now that payments or rates have gone up, my monthly payment has been increasing, and I've really taken a hit financially. Very common right now. Yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you suggest I do when it comes time for renewal? Should I continue with a variable rate or should I lock into a fix? We have this question every time. But I guess the answer would theoretically change as the market changes. But I don't think that it changed. I think you got to stay variable. Yeah. I think you got to stay variable. I think based on yesterday's... <clears throat> I think it's okay. I think based on yesterday's uh, Bank of Canada policy announcement... Yeah. We know we got another 50 basis points in the cards. I think you take a five-year fixed rate right now, you are going to be locked in that sucker for a while. Yeah. I think that if you want, you can take a shorter term. Um, that being said, I, I had a good quote the other day. That I, I don't know who was saying it, but like... Me? <clears throat> probably not. But it was just like, if you're a first-time homebuyer entering into this market and you've got so much uncertainty already and you want to fix your mortgage rate, do it. Mm-hmm. Might not be the best, mm-hmm. but at least you know exactly what you're spending every month. Yeah. Which you're not going to get from something else. Yeah. But I would really say variable rate right now. I think that most of the pain of these rate increases we've gone through. Mm-hmm. So if you can weather the payment and budget for another 50, I mean, listen, if we saw a 100 basis point further increase by the Bank of Canada, I mean, that means that like, the economy devastation will, not devastation but it's it's we still don't know i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to repeat this we still don't know the full impact of what we have done already to our economy right it is so great that we can just flippantly talk about it right like now like christian friedland our minister of finance uh trudeau uh mark carney the former governor of our central bank who actually went to england was the governor of their central bank and now has come back um we're seeing more and more of these bureaucrats coming into senate or speaking out into the public and saying like oh canada might be in for a little bit of pain but it'll be okay Hmm. we're going to be in for a little bit of pain a little bit of issue with unemployment a little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit Nobody know. They don't know how much mm-hmm. pain we're going to be in for, right? Yeah. There are a lot of people right now that are struggling to make ends meet, mm-hmm. and we just increase rates another fifty basis points. There are a lot of people who it's just, this is like you're playing with people's lives, mm-hmm. right? Like this is like somebody bought a house because you were encouraging them to buy property. They bought a house now. They've they the amount of 
equity that they thought they had in that house has disappeared because you were telling them that interest rates weren't going to rise and now they are rising. Mm -hmm. So like, let's just, let's be real with Canadians, right? Like, let's be real with people that we're going to be in for pain because we made a mistake. Mm -hmm. We printed too much money and we patted ourselves on the back. We printed too much money. We handed it out to everybody. We spent it on nonsense. And now we created problems with the supply chain because we weren't letting anybody spend money either, right? We had everybody locked up. Right. And then we said, okay, everyone, you're released now. You're allowed to fly without a mask on now. For now. Because now it's different. Mm -hmm. You're allowed. Go back out into the world and be this the way you were. And people were like caged animals. They wanted to buy two of everything and they wanted to fly to two sun destinations simultaneously. How are you going to go to Cozumel and Havana on the same day, Justin? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll figure it out. I've been stuck in my house for the last two years in Leamington. Yeah. I, I remember telling people, do you really want to spend a lot of money on a vacation right now? Because everywhere you're going to go is going to be packed. Every hotel is going to be the maximum price it's ever been. Every airline is going to be as busy as they've ever been. Mm -hmm. Lucky for me, I did a lot of my traveling during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but... You can't tell people, like if somebody has saved up their kind of mental space and their money and they said, you know what, the moment Justin Trudeau tells me I can go to Cozumel, I'm going to Cozumel, you're going to go to that guy before he boards the flight or before he buys a ticket and say like, next year Cozumel's going to be a lot cheaper because we're going to be in a recession. Mm -hmm. Heck no. He's yeah. going to Cozumel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that money got spent into the economy as people thought that they were safe and secure and they were being protected. But guess what? You're not being protected. No one is protecting you. You got to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interest rates are rising. The bank of Canada is doing that to protect inflation and to protect you from being even more upset with your government. But we created a problem. They're trying to solve a problem, but usually they create another problem. Usually. Hopefully that doesn't happen now. Right. Yeah. But it could be happening. We could be just creating the next problem. Right. I hope not. I feel like we need a, we need a break from problems. Listen, uh, since 2008, we've taken a break from problems. Right. Yeah. 2008, yeah. the United States saw a massive drop in real estate prices because of the subprime mortgage crisis. Canada saw like a meh. And then we just printed a bunch of money and we just kept going. Mm. we just papered over all of it in money governments did buybacks we had quantitative easing interest rates went super low the economy got kick-started and then before covid we started feeling some bumps in the road but then covid happened and we were like initially we were like uh-oh this is going to be bad mm -hmm. and then we realized oh my god no it's actually way better because we don't have to go to work anymore the government's just going to write checks to everybody to stay home. Yeah. And they're telling us it's not going to cause inflation. Mm -hmm. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Not perfect. Not perfect. So now <clears throat> we are paying for it. Yeah. And um, hopefully the medicine that we're taking now, which doesn't taste very good, we don't have to be on that many cycles of it. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's one and done. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, just a quick like you one. know a lot about antibiotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's Cosmonaut? Cozumel, Mexico. 
or Mexico. I just booked a flight to Mexico. Really? Yeah. Not Cosmonaut. Cosmonaut is the Russian guy sitting at home outside of Vladivostok now because he's been taken back from the International Space Station because <laughs> Russia no longer cooperate with the, U- with the USA. Uh, how's that going, by the way? I know, super good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. We need a sarcasm. How's that going? How, how's, how's the Ukraine going? I don't know. Do you live on planet Earth? <laughs> Like, first of all, I love how Justin just to like tunes in like it's a sports game. Like, ah, how's Ukraine or Russia winning? <laughs> like, first of all, uh, I know it's not going well. I'm just to be clear. Yeah. Like this is OK. This is a bit of an uh, like I, I think that's the next medicine that I'm scared of. A nuclear bomb. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. North Korea is like doing drills. I don't worry about North Korea. China and Russia are like best buds. Like it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. I mean, listen, you understand this whole like Ukraine issue, right? Like very basic. I'm going to say yes and then you're going to explain it. Very, very, on a very basic level. Yeah. It was understood in the time of Gorbachev, okay? The the leader of the, the. USSR. Yeah. Uh, in order to come together with the United States, they wanted to create on the borders of the USSR, Russia, they wanted to create states, countries that were socially democratic. It was an experiment. And the United States said, listen, um, let's agree that this area where the Ukraine is, we're not going to put in anything there. It's not going to become a NATO member. It won't threaten your borders. And we'll work together and we'll keep this space kind of like a free zone. Mm-hmm. And they agreed to it. And then over successive terms of new presidents in the United States, the United States began changing the way they viewed the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And those changes were interpreted as threats by Russia. Right. And I mean, this, like, first of all, it is not excusable for anybody, Russia, the United States, any country, to go in and invade another country. No, yeah. (laughs) And that's what Putin did. Right. He went in and he invaded another country. And people are dying because of it. Mm -hmm. Bad guy. 100%. Right. He's doing it as a response to an agreement that the United States went back on. Seeing it as a threat to his country. He's doing it as a defense mechanism. The same way that the United States did it as a defense mechanism when they went into Iraq. Weapons of mass destruction. Right? If we can't get around a table, and I mean me, not me and you, we would be happy to do that. Yeah, I love. That. But if these leaders, if they, you know, if if we can't create some type of meaningful dialogue, the stakes of the game are too punishing. Like the result of a miscue right now. Mm-hmm. Like you have leaders of nuclear countries lobbing back and forth the word nuclear on a daily basis right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Liz Truss. Do you, you know who that is? Yeah. She, was, she had a cup of coffee, half a cup of coffee 
as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 45 of days, Great, right? Of Great Britain, yeah. She was, she, yeah, she was a... Anyways, in the 45 days, she managed to say that she would be uh, not against using a nuclear weapon. She wouldn't be scared to use a nuclear weapon. Right. Putin's talking about dirty bombs. The Ukraine's talking about dirty bombs. Joe Biden asked this morning, where was he? He's like, where am I? No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, but Joe Biden's like, even he's like, we're going to, there'll be really swift, decisive action should something happen like this. Listen, it's, it, it, threat level is there right now. Right. Right. Um, you know, you're right. It's, it's weird. It's a very weird time. But the whole Russia Ukraine thing, it's like, it's difficult. I mean, listen, he invaded a country. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah. But the United States is not without blame right. in how they have been using the Ukraine to provocate Russia. Right. Bad response, but probably the response they were anticipating. Right. And then you want to go down a rabbit hole? What does that say? about who's pulling the strings in the United States continuously over the Democratic president, the Republican president, Democratic president, Republican president. Like there's, there's been shift changes. Mm -hmm. But the one resolute focus is that the might of defense spending is always there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's go and invade them. Let's go and create a need for some more weapons. Right. Right? That's always there. So a, a long, slow war is extremely profitable for defense contractors, right? Right. It's just um, at the end, if uh, something happens, what are the defense contractors going to do? Oops. <laughs> We're just looking out for our shareholders. Right. Scary. Very scary times. I feel like we should be smoking a joint right now. Like, I'm, like, locked in. You know what I mean? Like, really, eh? Yeah, like, one of those, like, when you, you know what I mean? Mm. One of those. Locked in. Scary. Yeah. Just like scary. the coordinates of the nuclear uh, missile heading for. <laughs> what? Well, that's what you do, right? You lock in. Oh, the locked in. Locked in. Yeah. Now it's very, very strange times. Listen, all, what we can say is the Bank of Canada increased rates by 50 basis points, not <laughs> yeah. 75. Yeah. And if the it's war. Small end, victory. If the war ends, which, like, you got to think that the winter time. It, some, something's got to give by winter time. You, you got to hope. Not only just for like these poor people that live in the Ukraine that can't heat their homes. Yeah. It's not a warm country. No. No. Um, but also for Europe. Right. That is going to have a serious gas problem. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Much like you have to eat burritos. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> Let's get into another question. Hey, Justin and Marcus, as you know, the holidays are coming and I was hoping to eliminate some of my credit card debt and access some additional funds for the future. I currently have a $500,000 first mortgage with my bank and I think my house is worth about $850. I'm looking for something that has a low monthly payment and, doesn't, and, and won't overwhelm me at, as well as a, low, a rate low enough so that it is worth using to pay off my debt. What are my options? Okay. Uh, if they qualify, 
maybe a line of credit in second position. Right. Depending on what that first mortgage is. I didn't hear whether it was variable or fixed. They didn't tell us. Yeah. So, I mean, if the vari- if the first mortgage is fixed, probably makes a lot of sense to look at something variable in second position, like a home equity line of credit. The problem right. is a home equity line of credit is going to be priced at prime or prime plus a half. Mm-hmm. So, and you could get a variable rate mortgage right now at prime minus one eighty basis points somewhere in there. Okay. Um, I don't know fifty you, basis you points. You can, uninsured. but just yeah. not not to pull out equity. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, prime minus sixty five for an uninsurable mortgage. Prime minus sixty five and prime minus seventy. Okay. So very close. Um, she said her property is worth eight fifty. Eight fifty. Yeah. So what is it? Six hundred and six eighty is the maximum loan amount to bring her to eighty percent LTV. Sure. It's one hundred eighty thousand dollars that she can access in equity, which is probably way more than what she needs. Yeah. Again, you just like you can play that weighted average cost of capital game here, right? Mm-hmm. Where you say, "Okay, uh, I need fifty thousand bucks. Fifty thousand dollars, I can get a line of credit at prime. Prime plus a half. That's probably the way to go for this." Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say is like figure out how much money you really need to take out, mm-hmm. get it approved on your line of credit. Be aware that that line of credit should be like sparingly used. Right. Like, yeah, do me yeah. a favor. Don't use the line of credit to go for dinner. Like, mm-hmm. unless it's like your anniversary or your significant other's birthday or something. You yeah. really, really got to do it. And then, like, don't yeah. stay where Justin Trudeau stayed. Just for don't fun. stay right where the Savoy. Like, where did he stay? I don't know. I don't somewhere, know. somewhere good. You're jealous. You know, I I stayed at the Nobu Hotel when I was there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like isn't that like uh like I have no idea where it is. What you know where it I is? I don't know where it is. Just open. No, no, no. Hold on. Isn't it? Uh, isn't Sushi. it like no? But isn't there a uh, who's the guy who talks like this? Robert De Niro. Yeah. Oh my See? god. Totally right. Yeah. He said so, I didn't know, but I know Nobu is the sushi chef, partnered with Robert the, De Niro, I guess, amongst others. Created this awesome hotel brand. Right. Very cool. Very well designed. They're opening one right on King Street. Correct. With condos. Yeah. Anyways, I stayed at the hotel. It was really cool. It had a great gym. Mm -hmm. It had like a Pilates studio in the gym. Mm -hmm. I could not get in to do a Pilates class uh, because it was booked every single time. So I just did their... I worked out at the gym, which was great. Problem with the hotel? No steam room. That is a really big problem. I need a steam room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. You, you, I, and how do you get five stars if you don't have a sauna or a steam room? Yeah. You know what I do want? And I wish they would add to the gym that we go to, uh, which I've at Good Life. Uh, they have like a cold room <laughs> where you go in and it's like zero degrees in there. So you go in the and then you sauna, cold yeah, room. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I. You know what? Uh, I would need that even like in the wintertime because I get out of that steam room. And I put my clothes on and I just sweat right through my clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I feel like a gross pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're really getting off track. I say we cut it. Cut it. Yeah. Cut it while we're ahead. Um, Next week, we'll be back here again. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking about the same things, except it'll be even more interesting Mm. next week, if you can believe it. Oh, my God. It's going to be so much more interesting. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And don't forget to click subscribe and like wherever you listen to this podcast because it helps us so much. It really does. More people get to listen to this nonsense. Think of it like this, okay? 
It's going to be impossible for you to say no, okay? You listen to this podcast or you watch it on YouTube, okay? The moment you hit subscribe, that means more people are going to get to listen to this thing that you like. It's going to help us, which is great, but more people are going to get this great content. Now listen to this. You don't like the show. You realize that we're imbeciles. <laughs> and you're afraid that you've been wasting your time listening to us. Even though you got to admit our projections have been correct over the last two years. Yes, 100%. Um, well, if you think you've been wasting your time, you got to even things up. So get people wasting their time. So you can get ahead. Well, because you're behind now. Yeah. you wasted how much time listening to these podcasts? Yeah. Well, solution, hit like, make other people waste their time on it. So you can get ahead. Technically speaking, this is a win-win situation. You like the podcast, more people get to listen to it, hit the button, like, subscribe. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't like the podcast? I got an idea. Waste everyone else's time, increase your productivity relative to their productivity, thereby hit the button, subscribe. Do you like that or no? I do like that. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm hitting like. I can assure you. Uh, oh my God, we just got one more subscriber. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We love you. And uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.